What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of the Wireless Super Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Chu, and we are back with another one. So today, uh, we'll stick with the two-topic um, discussion or two-topic podcast. So today, I want to talk about something that Jeffrey and I got. Jeff's my brother. So him and I, yesterday, we picked up the Quest 2. So this is not a sponsored video. This is just something that we wanted to do, and we wanted to continue to test out some of the new technologies that are happening in and around us, and then sticking to the theme of the Wireless Super Podcast. So we picked up the Quest 2. I want to talk about kind of my first impression, what I did on my first night of having it, and then looking forward to the next couple of weeks as I continue to test it out and uh, see what, what's going on in, in VR. So I think with wearables, um, this is just going to be the next step, which is going to be the wearable VR set that's going to create mass adoption um, and then have everyone join in. Because as we see, as we go into Web3, it's going to be more important um, that people are getting good at community building. So another reason I want to continue to record and continue to put out this podcast is because um, I want to continue to build the community, however small, however uh, big it is. It's important that I think, at least for myself, to get my thoughts down, kind of see what I have to say. I think um, I love to to talk to other people about things that I like too, right? So if you like it and I like it, that means we have a common interest. And um, what's a better way to do that than you know share our thoughts and then talk about some fun ways that we can continue to use the different technologies that we're trying out. Um, different things that we're doing, um, definitely, you know, ways in building a better future and wearables is probably going to be one of those things. So uh, with that being said, we picked up the Quest 2 and it was it was super sick. The next thing uh, or the second topic I want to talk about quickly would be the best of CES. So Consumer Electronics Show this year, right as Omicron is building up and kind of in full effect right now. CES took place last week. So CES, huge consumer electronics show, um, biggest in the world, happens in Vegas every year. Every year since I've moved to LA, I've been saying that I want to get out there, but, um, you know, haven't been able to do it. And I'm sure one of these days I'll be able to make it out there, hopefully next year, fingers crossed. And then it's, it's going to be cool because 2021 was a virtual show for CES. And then this year they, they had all the booths set up, but I think a lot of people didn't go. And I think it'd be pretty interesting to talk about some of the best in show, some of the things that um, there is to look forward to. So there you have it. Two topics today. We're going to talk about the Oculus, and then we're going to talk about CES and what's going on. All right, let's talk about the Oculus. Um, I wouldn't consider this a super techie podcast i think this is just something in discussion so i won't go down into the specs nor do i um really have too much interest in how well the tech is performing even though i do know it's a very very uh, crucial part to the product because without the technology it's not able to function but you know kind of want to stay in my lane and talk about just kind of the experience the overall consumer experience with getting one of those um and you know i just went out to my local target asked if they had it in stock and i picked 256 gig version um, i don't think that there's any different in um, the power of the difference between the two quests um, so 
Quest 2 comes in two versions, the 126 gigabytes and the 256. 128? Yeah, 128 probably. So with that, I don't think... I think they operate the same, and then one just has more memory so that when you start downloading games and playing games, um, you'll just be able to store more. So with that, my brother got the uh, smaller one, and I'm testing out the bigger one. So we'll see how it goes. I think yesterday when I joined in the couple apps... Um, as surprising as it was, it was pretty snappy. So I wasn't dealing with any um, latency or any lag. And I don't know if that was because of the internet or because of the headset. It was only my first hour or two using it, and that was really cool. So I guess jumping right into it, um, super easy to set up. Um, since this is the Oculus Quest 2 or the Meta Quest 2, it is built by Facebook. And if you have a Facebook account, super easy to link. Um, you can link it. It, it like has you sign in with your phone and knows that um, this is who you are if you have a Facebook, and then it just automatically signs you in with your quick password. So right then and there, kind of authenticates um, kind of who you are as a person, um, and then th that sounds really weird to say. It authenticates you who you are as a person. But uh, with that, since you already have um, a Facebook, it looks through all your Facebook friends and sees who else has an Oculus. And then right off the bat, you're able to kind of connect with them and, and do some of those things. Another really pleasant surprise was that Messenger worked really quickly. It's, it was just the app built into the Oculus platform. So the Oculus, I was able to see who, who had an Oculus or who has a Quest 2 and um, you can chat with them. I think well, definitely chatting makes it super easy because you can just hit a call and uh, something super surprising about the Quest 2 is the surround sound is really good. I mean, I can't wait to start gaming and start using or watching some of these 3D movies because with that, with this VR set, it is total immersion. So it's pretty incredible. Um, honestly, as someone that hasn't put on too many VRs over the years, to jump right into this, it's pretty cool to see um, that it's not hard to set up. So I think the barrier to entry for anybody that just remotely likes electronics and for sure the generations after us is going to be definitely going to be um, able to set this up no problem. It's even It's even easier to set up this than a computer. And I mean, when we think about the future of learning, the future of watching content um it, it only it's going to make sense to me that you're going to watch it through a screen whether it's total immersion or ar as you use technology to build up um build up whatever you're doing so whether it's education whether you're teaching whether you're training whatever you're doing so uh two things that we we got into last night um, we we started it up pretty late so we didn't get too much time um to get into it but the two places that we went to was we tried Meet VR, Meet in VR, which is like it reminded me of if if Nintendo Wii and you had your Wemoji or Wemoji and you're able to create a little avatar and then you go in there. That's kind of what it looked like. And then the other thing that we got we got into was Horizon Venue. Um, I don't know if Horizon is a Facebook company or if they're a third party company, but Horizon Venues is. Um, another kind of meet in VR where meet in VR specifically is where you can host meetings and it has a bunch of features where you're able to um, take notes, interact with different people in the meeting. Um, it's 
like any other online software i think you just sign up you, you don't have to create an account you can just sign up as a guest and then you can just drop your friends the uh the meeting link and then they'll be able to they're going to be able to hop into your room um, that was pretty cool the coolest thing about that app meet in vr was that they um you can do like a 3d drawing you can automatically just pick up a pen and start drawing in three dimensions um, honestly i've never done that before i think i've seen promos of that with the playstation um with the playstation vr so i've never put that on and i never played it so i can't can't really talk on that but just to be able to draw certain things like draw shapes i drew like a cylinder you can then pick it up with the other hand rotate it look around it i mean I'm finally getting it. I think the people that were early in VR already understands that this technology is going to be game changing in terms of um, building things. So automatically, I was thinking about hey structures of like people looking at buildings, building different landscapes, building out whatever they're trying to do. And then also taking a look at the medical field where you're going to be able to zoom in on maybe the human body. And then that just translates to education. So everything is going to be revolutionized. Once you can animate like um, a war scene, once you can animate a, a dinner scene between really powerful people, whether you can recreate a party, this is going to be how people go to Hogwarts. This is going to be your admission ticket. Like, do you want to spend a semester in Hogwarts learning all these things and, you know, building different community? This is going to be it. It's it's we're in the the cusp of mass adoption because like i said jeffrey and i um we didn't do much we just went to target you know spent some money and then we were able to jump into the metaverse and now um it, it really feels like it's becoming a thing so the with that being said in the topic of total immersion the second place we went to was horizon venue after meet vr meet and vr started having its issues and um that's where jeffrey's uh oculus started to kind of act up a little bit i don't know if it was a space or his internet but it, it just wasn't working for both of us so we hopped into another app uh, another kind of meet in vr app called horizon venues and let me tell you that was the biggest shock out of everything so after being uh, in in the place in the vr for like 30 minutes um, we hopped into horizon venues and again you go through building an avatar super quick Bambi takes you like 10 15 minutes and then after you do that uh, you go into the lobby so the last message that you get before going into the lobby says um let's see what it was hey every every person you see is a real person so you have to you know be mindful and i think i thought that was really really cool this is one of the it's like another place where I felt that everyone in here is an early adopter. So with Horizon, there's probably like three or four or five people in the lobby at the same time. Um, once you get into the lobby, there's four different like kind of imagine like a movie theater where you're in the lobby. And as you look around, there's different doors to different events. And um, it just so happens that when Jeffrey and I were on there, it was the Two Chains concert. He was one of the doors and one of the shows. So we obviously we had to hop in to see um, Two Chains perform and that was the coolest experience once you hopped into the lobby um out of the lobby and into the two chains concert you're you kind of enter as as if you were on like a a deck um like a concert deck right like a little suite there's like a little balcony and then as you walk up 
you're literally right in front of two chains like the camera is set dead center and then he you can like kind of look over the balcony and he's there performing i mean i mean he has hit so right off the bat that was pretty cool it's like yo i just showed up to a two chains concert he's performing live he's like interacting and then as as the show goes on for a little bit you look you take a look around and there's other people so with other people with horizon uh, venues that teaches you how to use your little armband um you can mute and unmute yourself you can go into a safe place if it's getting too overwhelming and uh definitely felt a little overwhelming because as you as you are playing the other people are real people right so they're they're doing whatever they're doing on their side of the vr and you could just hear kind of the secondary noises of like oh damn like look at this person oh man he's here look at that person dancing look at this person because you know you can wave your arms you can like do all these different things um and it was just it was just almost yeah a surreal experience is an interesting way to describe it but at that point it's like okay this is definitely going to be you know another place this is going to be another place people want to hang out like people give a lot of flack about the metaverse taking over and for those who are experiencing it and for those who are building it they're making it really really enticing as as graphics gets better as the compute power gets better there's probably there's actually yeah really low doubt in my mind that we're gonna enter total immersion and that's what people are gonna want i mean just i I was sitting down on the ground and the interface of youtube in a vr headset was super sick like you're just pointing um a lot of videos for sure now is going to be shot in 360 so you're going to be able to look around that's going to be the new the the next oscar is that's going to be the next oscar category a 360 video where it's total immersion because when you film in that way and you're able to not only provide 3d sound but 3d visuals and you're looking around and different things are happening it's going to be it's going to be pretty epic so 100% 100% that's what Horizon Venue is going to do. Um, the the last topic before I get off of that soapbox is um, we signed up for January 17th for a basketball game. It's going to be the Mavs game. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. 360 VR has been done, I guess, a little bit with courtside where they just stick a 360 cam on like the corners of the basketball court. And I guess you can you can watch. But I would love to see it a, a little differently. Um, yeah, so what if you go in there and the, the court's in the middle, right, and it's a screen, and you can move your avatar around. So what if you can move um, around the court? So not only – it's not just one seated position. Um, it should have, like, one omnipresent kind of recording, and you can – if you can go on the court, that would be – really really epic and you're just like running amongst the pros and like they're freaking huge that would be pretty sick but we'll see how it does it because i'm i'm interested i'll probably do a little bit more reading just to see what's gonna happen and most likely i'm not gonna get my hopes too high because you're just gonna have to sit courtside and you can swivel your head big deal um either way that that's still pretty cool and uh so so that's the oculus 2 um i haven't been able to play or not the oculus the oculus quest 2 I haven't played too many games yet. Um, the the downside, I think, with one of these is that you have to buy the games. You still have to pay for uh, the games after you spend either two ninety nine or three ninety nine on your headset. Um, there's a, only a couple of, or a handful of games out that's probably worth playing. Uh, that's 
up to what you would think a total immersive VR game would be. Everything else, I mean, it seems like uh, still very pixelated, still not high graphics. When you're playing um, like the free shooting games, it looks like an online game. Population 1 is probably the biggest uh, battle royale shooter out there. Probably going to get my hands on that pretty soon. Um, Just picked up the golf game. Um, I think I've heard a lot of good things about people loving to play golf on there. Not surprised. Maybe this is my way of entering the sport is through VR. And and this is how I kind of understand and pick up the game. So with that being said, that's that's the Oculus or MetaQuest 2. Very, very excited to play for the next couple of weeks. If anybody has um, any suggestions on how to use it, what apps to use, where if you if you're on it and you want to meet up and we want to talk about you know, the next level things, I think this is going to be a really, really, really big, already really big discussion for Web3 and how uh, people are going to collaborate. Okay, let's talk about CES 2022. So CES, Consumer Electronics Show, is a show that I've been really wanting to go through for a long, long time. Um, with any conference, I think it's super expensive. I think the tickets are like thousands of dollars. But, you know, since your boy has been working a little bit, um, I could have splurged for one of these. But, you know, this year was a really busy year. Uh, wasn't able to make it out. And after last year, 2021, going completely virtual, it was cool to see people coming back with the booths. I really wanted to check it out. It's not too far away from me. It's in Vegas. So I could have, um, I could have went out there. But just kind of reviewing, just wanted to do kind of my... Uh, review about some of the best tech in there. Um, I haven't had a chance to do too much reading, so me and you, I think this is going to be a great way to kind of talk about and think about what's going to happen in the next year coming um, with these consumer electronics because, as you know, I am a sucker for consumer electronics. I mean, based on my previous rant of the Oculus Quest 2. Cool. Okay. So, consumer CES... Um, I'm reviewing a the article from Rolling Stone about their best take. So let's let's go through it. So as we're going through it, we see Asus coming out with their bendable tablets. That's going to be pretty interesting. Dell XPS Plus. You know, laptops is not really my thing. I think people are still um, really into the MacBook Pros, the Mac series, still having a stronghold on the creative. But you know, these look beautiful though. So um, I think I gotta find a better way of talking about this because there's no images. I think the YouTube video about this will be really easy because I'll be able to, you know, flash some of the pictures. But with that being said, Asus releases their ZenBook 17 Fold, 17.3 inches flexible touchscreen desktop laptop that can be paired with a keyboard. So ZenBook 17 inch, huh? 17 inch foldable tablet. Very interesting. TVs, um, really big. It looks pretty cool, but you know the things that I'm really interested in now is the wearables that are happening. So TLC Linneo AR, they're coming out. It's ironing along trend. So um, there's going to be that wearable. I think I saw a different couple things about a invisible speaker where it uses AR to track your face and then it sends sounds directly there. So that's been pretty cool. I guess people that work in Offices don't like to have things in, into their ear. Um, you can have this kind of displayed in front of you, and then it would shoot sound um, into your face. So that's pretty cool. I, 
um, a couple that was a really bad article i didn't like that at all so let me click on the end gadget i know this one's gonna be way better so okay best accessibility product the orcam my ipro yeah this is way better so let's talk about just kind of their best best in class of everything so they have best accessibility product which is it looks like a camera that is um, attached to your reading glasses so for people with low vision or difficulty reading the camera-based gadget with the object recognition can make a life a lot easier so it's just going to read your thing and then read it back to you that's pretty tight um, best health and fitness product oh interesting so health and fitness has been really interesting because this is not wearable i think wearable is the next one okay this is a digital scale so a digital scale made by withings oh i've had one of their digital scales before pretty cool they have like an app so um, i guess this digital scale lets you Oh, does it like a full body scan on you? Hmm. That's pretty tight. All right, best wearable. Let's see what they got going on here. Best wearable is the Razer Cypher Pro. Um, I need to take a second to review this. Many Razer follow up this year with the Cypher Pro. One of the features particular and worth highlighting is the ability to amplify your voice 60 decibel up to a meter away it solves the problems most of us experienced with some other point in the past years where we're trying to talk um, trying to order a coffee to the barista so this mask is an amplifier too so it probably um, purifies the air it uses it's a face covering with lg's pura mask Huh, Puricare mask with gamer steampunk inspired. There's dual fans air filtration in the Cypher Pro. It's gonna cost you 150 bucks or 200 for the starter pack with a couple of filters. Wow. Damn, I don't see anybody wearing this type of mask. How is this the best in best wearable in class? What? Crazy. Okay, let's keep it moving. Okay, best tech best transportation tech is the chevrolet silverado ev yeah interesting a couple of players coming out with the electric cars really cool to see of course ford uh jeff has his ford on back order um we'll see how that comes but the best transportation tech goes to the silverado ev what is going on the new silverado joins the hummer ev and gm's burgeoning electric car truck lineup i mean there's absolutely no argument there that electric evs is going to be the rage and do shout outs for these guys for jumping on my only concern with all these tech trucks or the electric ev trucks is how they're going to produce these uh, we've seen tesla not struggle but uh, put a lot of resources into building new factories gigafactories to produce all these batteries and uh for you know ford and chevrolet obviously they're the incumbents so they have huge factories built but do they have the robots to build the trucks if that makes sense but either way um i would love to drive a chevrolet silverado ev that this thing looks tight okay the next one is the best home theater product this one goes to Samsung. What a surprise. I see yes, last year Samsung debuted the Eco Remote that uses the indoor and outdoor light to recharge via solar panel. Holy moly. This year, the company takes a step further. The 2022 model brings back the solar panel with the ability to recharge using radio frequency from your Wi-Fi router. 
I don't even know what I just read. My Wi-Fi router using radio frequency can charge my battery. Since you don't need to replace the battery, this eliminates the hunt for the triple A's, which would eventually be a which would eventually be destined for a landfill. That is crazy. What? It uses RF to charge my charges the remote dude every remote should have that that's crazy oh here we go best smart home product is a router okay i mean these seem very practical but i mean best smart home product i feel like that could have been like anything that could have been um, up to a robot or like a clock or a lamp i don't know a dresser that moves and organizes your clothes for you but it's a router let's see it's the tp link AXE200 Omni router has the over-the-top design that the company typically saves for the most expensive or powerful devices. It looks like a hand. That is, you know those hand chairs that's like with the palm up and you sit in the palm? That's exactly what one of these looks like. It's freaking crazy. Um, I won't bore you with the specs, but apparently this is one of the best routers. I'll look into it. I need a new router, but this thing's probably going to cost like 1500 bucks. Okay, best phone or tablet goes to the one that I was reading earlier in the Rolling Stones article, the Asus Seven or the Asus ZenBook Seventeen Fold. I guess it folds. It's OLED. You can connect it to a um, Bluetooth keyboard. Pretty sick. Best TV tech goes to Samsung QD display. I mean, Samsung always comes out with the hottest TV, so I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably thinner. It probably has more true colors. Um, it's the micro LED equipped the wall. Yeah, it's just called the wall. I guess this is you could just hang this up as a painting and you can't even tell. Here we go. Wow. After talking about the Oculus Quest 2 for a long time, Stone Sony PlayStation VR2 gets best gaming product. That's really interesting. I mean, after seeing the what the Oculus Quest can do. I will definitely be trying out the Sony PlayStation VR, especially if this hooks up with the PS5 already having kind of the next-gen gaming capabilities. This is going to be pretty legit. Okay, best laptop goes to these Lenovo ThinkPad Z-Series. Um, honestly, not that exciting there. Isn't Lenovo known to be a workhorse? So this one just means that it's going to be a bit of work harder. Maybe you're going to be able to game on this. It says it. The machine supports Dolby Vision along with Atmos and Dolby AI noise cancellation. Tight. But I don't see... I mean, this is probably going to be have big corporate adoption, which is what they're going for, but I don't see anybody rocking this as a consumer if you were to buy it for, like, whatever you need to do. But, hey, one man's opinion. Best sustainable product is the Goodyear Tire. Goodyear 70% sustainable material tire. So this is, sounds like it's a recycled material tiger, which features 13 ingredients across nine different tire components, formerly made with petroleum and other non-renewable resources. Hmm. No, that makes all the sense to me. I don't think people care about their uh, where their tire material comes from, and we're able to do that in a sustainable way, and um, it's able to provide the best performance. What is not to love? Okay, best wild card goes to the BMW XI Flow featuring e-ink. I have never heard of this before. 
what is going on with BMW. Of course, while the BMW iX itself is a road-ready car, the e-ink coating isn't something that you can expect to buy in the near future. But even be able to switch from black to white is plenty. Oh, wow. So this is the one that changes colors. So the e-ink is something that will change colors based on your settings. So the car can be white and then it can be black. I mean, that is something very, very interesting. You guys are gonna have to see it for your eyes. I don't um I don't do it justice by just describing how this can change colors, but I guess that what is what e-ink stands for. And then the best of the best goes to the Chevrolet Silverado EV. Of course, the Silverado is already one of America's most popular pickup vehicles, having sold more than a half a million units in 2021 alone. Pickups, I mean, once people start having, like, the the tradesman that drives these trucks and uses these vehicles every day sees the benefits of EV and then the, not the, just the um, carbon-saving benefits, that I think a lot of maybe some people are thinking about, and then the other half of people are talking about the electric benefits in terms of utility, uh, how much torque and power is able to provide. That's going to be really interesting when tradesmen really benefits from these and just become more efficient by driving EV vehicles. So makes sense that that's the best of the best. Chevy Silverado hmm, sounds like someone was paid to write this article, but. Anyways, really interesting, really cool tech. I think that was just a really, really small snapshot from what I know and seen of CV, uh, CES. It's, it's a huge show. Uh, I'm sure not not everyone was able to display, and I'm sure a lot of great companies didn't even get to go because um, of, the, of the pandemic. So um, with that being said, I'm really interested to see, you know, how some of these play out. I think a lot of these come out um, and do a really good job marketing in the beginning i think product design and different uh what do you say rendition of the technology is really cool it's really cool to design it build it out uh, but you need to reach mass adoption to really have impact and um, to really kind of get to the masses because i think a lot of us as consumers won't get to try a lot of these we'll only hear about it in the news and it isn't until a lot a lot of people um start using it and they're able to iterate and build on top of it. So maybe I'll get a couple of these, try out. Let me know which one sounds the best to you guys. And then uh, we can go from there. So as always, thanks for sticking around. Um, it's really good for me to get on here, talk about what I like. And hey, I learned a couple of things about some of the best in-class things from CES. Really going to start enjoying the Oculus uh, MetaQuest 2. So I'll keep you guys updated. Catch you next time.